All right, good Monday morning and welcome to Connect, the California MBA's weekly podcast featuring one-on-one interviews with movers and shakers in the mortgage industry. It's our final week in March, our final episode focusing uh, specifically on customer experience. And we've got a great guest today and we'll jump into the conversation with him here in just a sec. But before we do that, let's thank our sponsors over at Accelerate. So if you're looking to close out more loans in 2021, which everyone in the crowd should be saying amen, yes, right now, uh, you need to definitely check out and experience Incelerate's award-winning customer engagement platform that features lead management, CRM, call routing, sales enablement, marketing automation, borrower engagement, and data intelligence through innovative use of multi-channel marketing, which includes text, social media, email, direct mail, phone, ringless voicemail, retargeting, and much, much more. And as I always say, if you've uh, if you're on uh, if you're active on LinkedIn, make sure you're following Josh Friend. He's got a lot of great content out there. It seems to be on. You know, every uh, every podcast and conversation uh, on uh, LinkedIn right now. And uh, if you want a, a more personal demo uh, of the Incelerate product, make sure and just go to Incelerate.com and schedule it there. All right, before we jump into the conversation, I want to toss it over to Susan Malazzo, our CEO, for this week's update. Susan. Thanks, Dustin. Hi, this is Susan with the California MBA. And this week, I'd like to talk with you about our Mortgage Innovators Conference that's happening in our virtual environment on May 4th and 5th. If you check out our website, we have just announced our draft agenda. Uh, We'll be updating that with new sponsors and speakers as we get um, them confirmed, but we are very excited about what we're offering this year. Remember that this is the one place that you can go to hear the most innovative minds and companies in the mortgage industry. You'll have some practical takeaways to be more efficient, uh, connect with your customers, better execution and delivery, and of course, build those customers for life relationships that we're all looking for. We've also got some great prizes coming up for uh, registrations uh, that are coming in early. So don't delay and get your registration in so you might be one of our lucky winners. I want to give a big thank you to our virtual conference sponsor, Incelerate, for helping us put together another fantastic event this year. I look forward to seeing you in our virtual environment May 4th and 5th at the Mortgage Innovators Conference. Back to you, Dustin. All right, thanks, Susan. Now let's welcome in our guests. I'm excited to welcome in old friend of the association here, uh, Michael Guidotti. Michael is the uh, VP of Integration and Branch Technology at American Pacific Mortgage in Roseville. Mike's actually a uh, a graduate of our Future Leaders Program and been involved with the association for a number of years now. So I'm excited to welcome him in. Welcome, Mike. Uh, thank you, Dustin. Appreciate it. And I love any time I get a chance to uh, take part in anything that the uh, California MBA is uh, putting on. So thanks for having me. Well, hey, appreciate the support. Let's uh, let's jump right into it then. Uh, let's start with your, your background. For those that don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself and what led you to uh, the mortgage industry and specifically the tech side of the business and America Pacific. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think like most of us that are uh, in the industry didn't go to college to be in the industry, but you know, you it has your mortgage banking. Yeah, did, did not major in uh, mortgage banking, but uh, actually started working for a, a servicing company when I was uh, going to college, uh, starting back in 06. And uh, like a lot of us just kind of got, got sucked in and uh, didn't look back. So um, from uh, three months graduated out of high school, uh, started with a, a servicing company there in uh, Sacramento. Interesting. Wow. And then so uh, so were you always interested in uh, technology and it was kind of just a natural flow into uh, on the mortgage side or that? Yeah so, yeah. so did not start in the mortgage side or excuse me, in the um, the banking side uh, with um, with technology um, started at um, a servicing company 
kind of doing um, imaging, you know, back then, you know, it was like the e-fax, you know, people with e-fax going in uh, coding, um, you know, moved into uh, check requests, uh, modifications, um, ended up uh, moving over to another company as an escrow analyst. So I uh, did that for a few years uh, before uh, landing uh, here at American Pacific Mortgage uh, almost exactly nine years ago. Wow. And then now you're, uh, so as the, the uh, you know, VP of integration and branch technology, what's your, what's your day-to-day look like? Yeah, a couple different things. So on the integration side, um, you know, overseeing um, the onboarding of any, you know, branches, um, loan officers within the company. So, um, you know, we have a great team that really kind of handholds people as they're getting started with us, making sure that they, you know, kind of know who to go to for what, help and resources, you know, that they're set up with all of their equipment, all the logistics that goes into, you know, bringing a branch on from, you know, leases to the network equipment and, you know, all that fun stuff that nobody ever wants to talk about, but kind of keeps the keep the lights on and going. Um, so that's one aspect of it. And then we also have our uh, production technology team. So that's a team that's really focused on the sales facing tools, um, interacting with our loan officers and branches to do, you know, trainings on the various tools from our point of sale system to our CRM to kind of all the add on tools, you know, the uh, you know, MBS highways of the world, the mortgage coaches of the world, you know, bomb bombs, all those other, you know, tools that, that people like to leverage, um, you know, with their clients and their, um, their referral partners. So, um, you know, we have about 11 tools total that we're managing. Um, you know, and so we really just focus on the, the support, um, you know, training, adoption, you know, building out no, new functionality and kind of trying to get all the tools to talk to one another. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So, well, I'm curious with all those with all the different tools you guys have gotten and, and uh, all the employees and and all those moving parts that you're talking about. What has this experience been like in the past year or so trying to keep your systems up to date? I mean, through the both the pandemic and the refi boom. Yeah, it's been, um, you know, luckily for us, you know, we have a really amazing uh, relationship with our vendor partners and we have a great um, IS department. So, you know, as far as, you know, the work from home, getting employees moved on, you know, we really didn't see any issues, um, you know, as far as the networks going down or people not being able to get on, you know, we already had our, our VPNs in place to where people could plug in, you know, remotely from, from their homes. Um, so that overall was, um, you know, was not, as bad as I thought it might, you know, might be when, you know, everything was first happening. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, what we really found is just um, more of the sales, you know, the sales side of things, you know, loan officers who are always used to meeting with people in person, you know, moving into the virtual environment. So I think, you know, from, from that aspect, I think it just pushed people into kind of forced adoption of some of the technology tools that people had and they might use, you know, they might use, um, you know, Total Expert or, or our Simple Nexus mobile app for, you know, one or two things. And now all of a sudden they're using it for eight or nine different things because, you know, instead of sitting at, you know, open houses, they're having to push out flyers virtually, um, you know, because a lot of people went to the virtual open houses, um, you know, instead of handing out business cards, you know, really leveraging their mobile app to share it with their clients so that they, they get their name and, and picture in front of them, you know, versus the handshakes and in-persons that we were seeing, you know, prior to March of last year. Yeah, well, I mean, you got to come up with a, uh, you got a wordsmith that uh, forced adoption, maybe like accelerated adoption, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, 
So let's uh, let's get to our, our our monthly topic is on is focused on uh, customer uh, engagement experience in, in in particular. And so I'm curious your thoughts on you know what changes you guys are starting to make and from your perspective what you're starting to see as the market. I mean it's not happening quite yet, but I think there's a lot of uh, uh, it's on it the forefront of everyone's mind. You know the return to the purchase side of the business. Uh, so what are you guys seeing on your end? Yeah, same thing. Um, you know, we're seeing, um, you know, obviously, as we know that the market's kind of, you know, beginning that that shift and, you know, things are opening up too. So we're seeing, you know, kind of that spring buying season, you know, what that's going to look like. Um, you know, so it's really um, just our loan officers, you know, and they, and they actually did a good job of that, you know, throughout the 2020, you know, I mean, everybody's refi volume went up, you know, exponentially higher than normal. But you know, we we still maintained a pretty strong purchase percentage in our in our volume. So you know, our LOs didn't lose sight of that. I think them leveraging you know the technology. Um, you know, I think that's going to be something that's going to that, that's going to continue on. Um, but I think the the importance of focusing on those relationships with the referral partners. Um, I saw a study the other day that said right now with inventory that there's actually more licensed uh, real estate agents in the United States than there is inventory available. Uh, and that was, uh, you yeah, know, when you just compare that number, you think about that conceptually, it's like, okay, wow, this is going to be a, uh, you know, so it's really going to be, you know, what are you doing to differentiate yourself from the competition? What have you been doing to maintain those relationships? Because, you know, they're, they're going to be getting hit up. So do you think that, uh, you know, during this next uh, uh, purchase market focus cycle, do you think that uh, your LOs are going to have uh, success based more on their relationships with the, with that uh, with those referral partners? Or do you think it's going to be maybe a combination of that and the technology that they're using, the integration, maybe the increased efficiency that they're seeing? Yeah, it's like... Uh... I, I really think it, it's both. And I know sometimes that's kind of like a cop-out answer, <laughs> but it really is. We'll accept think, it. Yeah, all right, perfect. Yeah, I think it, it really is going to be a combination of both. And how do you hit that sweet spot? Um, you know, how do you really customize your service to your referral partners, but then leverage those technology platforms to automate some of it or tie them into some of the communications with the clients so they feel engaged, they're able to easily log in and see where things are at. But then you're also, again, you know, what, you know, not forgetting what got you to the dance. You know, you've had these relationships with these people for years. You know, you've obviously been doing something right. So how do you just use the technology to, you know, enhance those relationships? And that's something that, you know, we we hear about, too. You know, technology is never going to replace those those personal, you know, touch points. The fact that you pick up the phone, the fact that you keep your agents in the loop as things are going through the process, you know, that you're calling them when something, you know, when you have an issue with an escrow or there is something that comes up because you really are that expert that's there to support them and their clients. So, you know, I don't think that that's ever going to change in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to, you know, assume here, but, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm guessing that uh, your LOs are seeing that, I mean, that technology, like you said, it's not going to replace them. It's going to give them more opportunity to have, you know, more focused and efficient you know, relationships and, and uh, conversations with those refer referral partners. They can focus on the, the big issues that can't be automated and let the, you know, busy work be done by automation. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, and going back to even the comment a, a little bit ago about the, the, the forced adoption, and, and you're, you're right, it's not forced adoption. It was, they were kind of forced into a situation where they, you know, they had to take a closer look at the technology. 
But I actually think that that was good as we go into these markets because I think now a lot of people that didn't leverage technology to its fullest extent um, prior to last year, they've they've been leveraging it more over the last you know 12 months. So they're more comfortable and they're actually more open-minded to some of the things that are rolling out in ways that they can you know automate something or use the technology to engage with their referral partners. Um, so I actually think that it it it's kind of a, the, the technology side of it is gonna continue to get, I think, more adoption more quickly because people actually had to kind of stop and take a look at what capabilities were out there last year. Well, I mean, at this point, I have to imagine, you know, impossible to, to turn that around and go back to where you were before if you weren't really using it. I mean, how do you, you know, reverse time and go back? Yep. So, uh, you know, going forward here in the future, what do you think that just from a, a customer perspective, a, a user, an end user customer perspective, what are they going to see more change and where are they going to see a better experience? Is it due to, you know, changes that uh, or further changes that we're going to see on the front end? Uh, or is this more of a, a back end process? They won't necessarily see the changes to per se, but they're going to find a better overall experience and maybe a quicker process. Yeah, I think it's going to be, um, again, it's going to be a combination of both, but I think it's slightly different. I think we're, you know, we're, the front end is going to be as really as you're getting your point of sale systems, your CRMs talking together more, you're getting more of that, um, you know, a few years back, it was really the focus of like the life of a loan, you know, the life of a loan, that communication throughout the process. Um, one of the themes that I'm hearing, at least internally here, you know, with our, within our organization and, and industry-wide as well, is now almost the lead to the loan life cycle. You know, what's happening before somebody even does their application? You know, how are you using, you know, regardless of the CRM that you're using, whether it's, you know, Total Expert, you know, there's a ton of different ones out there, but, you know, how are you taking that data? And, you know, how, how many touch points is it taking before you know you get an application from somebody you know how many meetings are you having and so it's really i think going to be more tracking the data and analytics behind you know what causes a lead to become an application and what are those you know touch points and really um you know creating a process and a cadence around that is some of the things that i'm hearing uh, you know more and more from from people recently yeah so i think that's a long time coming too i mean that's that's the whole big data uh, uh, discussion that's been going on now for five, 10 years, you know, finally getting that to a point where it's actionable intelligence and not just this big massive data. Yeah, exactly. And then I, I think, and so I think that's, you know, the upfront piece of it. I think then, you know, you get a little bit of more of the, the centralization for your loan officers. You know, how do I get them getting the functionality of eight systems, but only having to log into two or three? Um, you know, so in what we're seeing is, you know, with a lot of the vendors, you know, more and more deeper integrations, um, more, you know, leveraging single sign-on so that people can access, you know, data from one system inside of another to, you know, limit the amount of different, you know, jumping around that, that the loan officers have to do. And then streamlining more stuff on the back end, you know, as you're seeing more technology pieces come into play, um, you know, whether it comes from, you know, the VOE, VOA, you know, VOI space, um, you know, all of those things I think are going to help, um, you know, streamline the process on, on the back end. Gotcha. So then, uh, you know, as we're building out the, as you guys are, you know, continue to build out your customer facing, you know, customer experience uh, focused tools, 
what, I mean, this is kind of a silly question, not the way I'm phrasing it, but you know, what gets you most excited? What do you see the most growth potential? What's the, you know, the, maybe the pain point uh, that you're seeing that uh, can be fixed and really make a difference with uh, customer experience. And then from your LS perspective, really help their business grow. Yeah. For, um, for me, and it, it, it's really centralization. You know, I think it's, it's um, for me, as much as we can get the expanded, um, you know, functionality where LOs can really get everything that they need in one centralized place, I think we're going to see adoption go up. I think we're going to see communication go up. And I think then also, too, tying some of those pieces into what the, the client sees. So, you know, we, you know, we here at American Pacific Mortgage look at our customers as our loan officers. But then those customers have their own customers, which are the, you know, the clients, the borrowers. So, you know, I think as much as we can have the LOs in a system, but then have a um, an ecosystem in there that then the clients are, you know, engaging with, whether that's a point of sale system or, you know, whatever that ends up being to where they're seeing updates on their loan in that platform. If they have questions, that's what the LOs are working in all day, every day. So they're more equipped to answer those questions on the spot to deliver a better client experience. So um, that that's something that I'm really excited about. And I think that we're, we're getting closer and closer to that. Interesting. Yeah, I, I totally can see how that would make a huge difference for sure. Um, so curious here, you know, you've been, you mentioned earlier on uh, a few minutes ago that uh, you've been with American Pacific now, you know, nine, almost 10 years or almost nine years, it sounds like. So almost a decade. So, you know, I'm curious, you guys have got a great culture going on there. And obviously Bill Lomans, uh, our, our chairman of our board right now. And, uh, you know, everyone in the industry, there's not a person in the industry that doesn't love Bill. Great guy. And, uh, you, know, you know, you guys just have a unique culture there where one of the things that uh, you can always look and, and uh, test a company's culture, you look at their, uh, how long their employees have stayed there. And, you know, you guys have had a very, very uh, stable uh, leadership team for a long time now. And so I'm curious from your perspective, someone that's been there almost 10 years, what's unique about the culture of the company and how does that maybe even spill over into how you guys uh, take care of customers, both your, your you know, LOs and then the end user? Yeah, I, uh, you know, it's it's so interesting because they always say, you know, there's no you know, there's no secret sauce or, you know, what is the secret sauce? And it really is the culture. And I know a lot of you know places say it's it's the culture. But for me, it boils down to a couple of things. And, you know, it's really um, the relatability to leadership. You know, the fact that they all um, you know, most of our leadership team were all producers, you know, all either, you know, loan officers, branch managers. So they're really coming at things from a perspective of being able to really relate to what the branches are going through, you know, decades of experience of navigating some of these types of, you know, markets, maybe not exactly like what we just went through, but, you know, similar things that, you know, have happened over, you know, the, the last 15, 20 plus years. Um, you know, I think that's it. I think that it's, you know, the longevity of a lot of our branches, you know, we, we don't see a ton of turnover. You know, I look at, you know, the fact that I've been here for over nine years now and some of the branches that I work with, you know, every day are people that were here that I remember back when I was just, you know, insuring, you know, and first starting out and it's the same loan officers and same names. And that speaks volumes to me. Um, you know, because because we're in an industry and, and sales environments and, you know, in general, a lot of times see a lot of turnover. Um, and so I just think that, you know, the, the just the angle that they look at things, you know, that they that they make it very clear to all of us here at home office. You know, our focus is being 100 percent 
you know, focused and dedicated on supporting our customers, which are the branches and loan officers, so that they can then in turn, you know, support their customers, which are the clients. And, um, you know, that just resonates throughout the entire, uh, the entire company. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, just from my interaction, you know, sort of a, uh, as a, uh, as a partner organization, if you will, I mean, I, I totally get what you're saying. It's, you guys do have a great culture there and it does come right from the top. I'm totally right yeah. about that. Um, so our final question here, we're starting to run out of time here. So final question. So, you know, from your perspective, you know, someone who's, you know, younger in the industry, but has, you know, you certainly got, you know, some experience at this point. Um, what is your, what's your thought on, you know, why is it crucial for lenders and young folks in, in the industry in particular to get involved and support their, uh, whether it's their state MBA, their uh, national MBA, or the California MBA if, you're, if they're here in uh, in our state. Yeah, I think it's I think it's really important, um, you know, especially as you know, as you mentioned, somebody who's been through the California MBA Future Leaders Program, been involved in the group for for a few years now. It's like some of just the the sessions like this that you guys put on that I learned stuff that I would never have learned about, you know, without being exposed to that, having just that access to the information, um, you know, and exposure to people that have been in the industry for years and years and are coming at it with, you know, um, education and information from things that they've seen that we just wouldn't, you know, have that exposure to without, without, um, you know, being a part of a, a group like this. I think is really important and just to you know as as the younger generation starts to gain more and more experience and gets into the position where you know we're able to start becoming you know leaders in you know the mortgage industry and i think just being involved um, and getting educated you know from those that have been doing it for years is, is extremely important yeah yeah one i would add the only thing i'd add to that is that you know, we do, I mean, every association, every membership group has, you know, uh, a certain number of members that, you know, they pay their dues, that's great, but they don't necessarily get plugged in. So they don't get to take advantage, like you said, of all those opportunities to gain information and knowledge. So pitch to California MBA members that maybe aren't plugged in right now, you can get involved and there's a lot of great stuff to uh, to find out about and get some good cross-pollination with uh, information and and, uh, and uh, tips and trends and all that kind of good stuff that makes you, you know, run your business better. So yeah. Okay. One hundred percent agree with that. And the only thing I'd add, even real quick too, is is how open and accepting of even new ideas and stuff. Even you guys have been. Um, is I think a lot of times younger people get intimidated and they're like, these people have done this forever. Like they're not going to care what what I have to think. And I I would just you know challenge people to really speak up, share their ideas, bring fresh things to the table because um, I've been just pleasantly surprised at how. Um, open and receptive, you know, you guys have been to different ideas that either, you know, I've presented or seen other people present and actually implemented. So I think it just, it speaks volumes to, you know, um, you, Susan, the the California MBA, um, you know, board of uh, just how open-minded you guys all are. All right. No, I appreciate that, Mike. All right. Well, hey, that's all the time we've got now for uh, for this episode for next. So, uh, Mike, thanks for joining us and, uh, and uh, best of luck here in the next uh, <laughs> navigating the next few months here, of, yeah. uh, hopefully the tail end of the pandemic, but uh, you know, certainly an ongoing revive boom that'll keep you guys busy for a while. Yep, absolutely. Thanks, Dustin. You got it. And if you enjoyed the conversation here, make sure you can uh, subscribe to us on our YouTube channel here. You can also follow us on uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, and uh, Apple Podcasts. And we'll be back again next week for another episode of Connect. We'll see you then.
Bye.